The sixth of the seven themes identified as likely to make the biggest difference to student outcomes is student well-being. In a nutshell, why does student well-being matter? Higher levels of well-being are linked to better student outcomes across a broad range of domains, from academic achievement to mental health and responsible life choices. For example, the evidence shows that students with higher levels of well-being are more likely to be higher academic achievers and complete Year 12, have better mental health and a more pro-social and responsible lifestyle. Paying attention to student well-being also acknowledges the pivotal role that education plays in preparing students for a rewarding life beyond school. Here's what the evidence says about student well-being. The evidence shows that there are a number of core elements that affect student well-being. These are grouped broadly into the following. Creating a safe environment, ensuring connectedness, engaging students in learning, promoting social and emotional learning, and a whole school approach. Although these groups are mostly distinguished for the purposes of outlining the evidence base, it's worth remembering that they are intrinsically interconnected. Firstly, the evidence suggests that the majority of students in New South Wales government schools are positively engaged. A 2014 survey of New South Wales students found that the majority of students surveyed are engaged at school, with around three quarters of students reporting positive friendships at school and two thirds having a sense of belonging at school. However, not all students are equally likely to experience these facets of well-being. Some students are more likely to be more vulnerable to lower levels of well-being than others. For example, students as they transition from primary to high school, girls rather than boys, students in low SES schools, students from different cultural and linguistic backgrounds, Aboriginal students, students with disability, and lesbian, gay and transgender students. The evidence shows that schools need to offer students emotional as well as physical safety. A safe school is one where the physical environment does not lead to harm or injury for students. The emotional environment is a positive one where students feel safe to attend school and know they will be supported should they encounter any issues. And a healthy lifestyle is promoted. In schools, the behaviour most likely to undermine a safe space is bullying which can be physical, verbal or psychological. Studies have shown negative effects of bullying for both students who bully and students who are bullied. The Australian Catholic University and Erebus International report that students who are bullied are more likely to display a range of mental health difficulties, while Glue et al. also found links between being bullied and lower academic achievement. Many studies have also made links between bullying others at school and later violent, antisocial and or criminal behaviour. In addition to offering students a safe environment, well-being evidence also highlights the need for students to be engaged with school on multiple levels, including emotionally, behaviourally and intellectually, to achieve the best outcomes. Abbott Chapman notes that measures of engagement may include affective dimensions such as enjoyment of school and relationships with teachers and peers, cognitive measures such as academic performance or attainment, and behavioural dimensions such as attendance and participation in school activities. Research over the last 30 years, including a 2014 study completed by Gallup Education, has increasingly shown that student engagement is not only an important outcome in itself, 
but it is also related directly to academic performance and future outcomes. Other studies of student engagement have shown that increased student engagement has a flow-on effect in regard to educational and occupational success many years into the future. For example, Abbott Chapman's 2014 Australian study found that increased student engagement was linked to an increased likelihood of achieving post-compulsory education over the next 20 years. Student engagement was found to have a greater influence than family background or personality. Lastly, the evidence shows that whole school approaches should focus on promoting quality relationships between students, teachers, the school and the local community, including parents. There is strong evidence that the teacher-student relationship is critical, particularly for low SES students and for girls who generally report less positive teacher-student relationships. Results from PISA 2012 suggest that students who are in schools where teacher-student relationships and the learning climate are poor are more likely to have low levels of engagement with and at school. In particular, they are also more likely to arrive late for school, skip classes or days of school, report a weak sense of belonging and hold negative attitudes towards school. In contrast, Dunleavy and Milton found that where positive teacher-student relationships developed, students reported that these relationships were what most helped them to thrive, in spite of the challenges they were experiencing in their lives. This is backed up by further research, including studies completed by Mazzano, Mazzano and Pickering, and Williams, Friesen and Milton, which found higher quality teacher-student relationships are linked to higher levels of engagement and fewer disciplinary problems. Significantly, the findings suggest that the role of the classroom teacher may be as important, or even more important, than students' family background. Within New South Wales public schools specifically, findings from a 2014 survey indicate that students in Year 7 and Year 12 have the most positive relationships with their teachers, while high SES students reported significantly better relationships in all years compared with low SES students. The evidence shows that relationships more broadly across the whole school community, including the local community and parents, leads to greater student connectedness at school. Within the school environment, connectedness is realised and promoted in the quality of the relationships between students and their teachers, between students and the school, between students and other students, and between schools and the local community, including parents. A Victorian longitudinal study found low levels of school connectedness in teenagers were linked to an increased likelihood of later problems with alcohol and drug use and other risk-taking behaviours, mental health issues and violence. What are the implications of this research on well-being for teachers and schools? For teachers and schools, it is important to recognise that the relationship between student well-being and engagement is two-way. That means improving well-being can facilitate intellectual engagement and improving intellectual engagement can also promote well-being. It might also be helpful to keep in mind that focusing on building positive teacher-student relationships can make a meaningful difference to students, particularly low SES students as well as girls. Using school-based anti-bullying programs is one way to work towards making schools safe spaces for students. These programs are effective and they can be used in collaboration with other strategies, including parent meetings, firm disciplinary methods and improved playground supervision to achieve positive outcomes for students. 
Student compliance does not necessarily indicate well-being at school. Teachers, therefore, need to be attentive to all students and monitor the breadth of student well-being so they better understand the well-being levels of their students. Adopting a whole school well-being approach is important as student well-being cannot be separated from the broader school context. In fact, the school context has the potential to influence well-being significantly. Well-being measures are most effective when they are integrated into the school learning environment, the curriculum and pedagogy, the policies and procedures at school, and the partnerships inherent within and outside schools, including teachers, students, parents, support staff and community groups. To finish, let's summarise this section about student well-being, which has been identified as one of seven themes likely to make the biggest difference to student outcomes. 1. There is an increasing focus on student well-being, both in New South Wales as well as internationally. 2. This increased focus has stemmed from evidence that links higher levels of students' well-being with improved student outcomes, including higher academic achievement, Year 12 completion, better mental health, and a more pro-social and responsible lifestyle. 3. Creating a safe environment, ensuring connectedness, engaging students in learning, promoting social and emotional learning, and a whole school approach have been identified as the elements that most affect student well-being. If you'd like more information about anti-bullying strategies, look for CC's publication Anti-Bullying Interventions in Schools, What Works, and the department's anti-bullying website, which provides a range of strategies for educators, parents and students to use in response to bullying. The final theme, which will be discussed in the next chapter, is collaboration.